Greetings and welcome once again to an episode of the Retroidoctopus Cephala Podcast. We are here uh, doing a crow's nest for you guys. We are going to be highlighting or lowlighting uh, a game for the original Nintendo system in a theme that we've been sticking to. But before we get there, I am joined by my co-host, Parasite Steve. That is true. How's it going, 8-Bit? This is... It's going all right. You know, it's been kind of a hot week. You know, uh, it's finally the weather's broken, so I feel like I can can breathe easy. There's been a lot of swass this week. Oh, my God. It's been a swampy time down south. Oh, my God. So swassy. Swastic. Oh, my goodness. Swastic. But, um, you know, uh, you know, I think those birds just shit on my computer. You do? I I, th- I think they did because either they all those crows just shit on my computer or that shit has just been here. Well, I uh, that sounds like a you problem uh, to figure out. I don't really know about the origin of of the shaz, That's but true. it's there now mm. on your computer. But I think I think those crows had something to do with it. If I had to guess, uh, yeah, uh, speak, s- speaking of speaking of shaz. Uh, do you want to talk about a, a Nintendo game that we're again not super huge fans of? <laughs> sure. So this completes the the trilogy we started with Battle of Olympus. We we said way back when we did our losing Battle of Olympus episode uh, quite a while ago, a couple years ago. We said that we wanted to do three specific games as Crow's Nest episodes. And the third is the one we are here to talk about tonight, which is the Legend of Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. I used to always call this Adventures adventure. of Link. It's, it's not Adventures. He has I, the one adventure. He has one. One adventure. Don't bite off more than you can chew, Link. Don't so, go on more than one adventure. I do, I do like the title. I, it, it's, it mentions Link, which is cool. Yeah. Because the first it's, one didn't. And yep. then obviously later we get more that mention, you know, Link to the Past. Link's Awakening, Link's Link to the Past. But yeah, this but is yeah, the first. That's this pretty is the much first it. Actually. I think it's those three, right? I think yep. those are the only three. It is, this, it, yeah, Link Between Worlds. That came way later as a sequel to Link okay. uh, to the Past. Um, but then, yeah, that's maybe all of them. I mean, I'm Link's... really reaching here for things I can say nice. About crossbow training. training. Link's crossbow training. That's it. <laughs> okay. um, for the Wii. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so okay. So, I will I will start us off here. So, Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link uh, is another in these action role-playing video games. Uh, the, so, as Steve alluded to, the first two that we did were Battle of Olympus. And then, after that, Faxanadu, or Fuzzanadu, we will do this clarification every time. Just deal with it. It's just because um, we want to say it wrong. Uh, and then we realize our shit is wrong. wrong again. And uh, yeah. it's, it's Fuzzanadu. Yeah. Yes. It's it's just whatever, honestly. Just say the F game, and <laughs> I'll get it. Um, but yeah, so this game was the third one that really came to our mind as being a similar game of this genre that neither of us had played, and it's a fucking Zelda game. So it right. seems like at some point, one of us would have played it. Um, but I mean, other than trying it for a little bit and thinking this doesn't seem fun 
that's probably all we really did right was just give it a whirl and go nah this ain't really this isn't really what i want out of zelda um just to do some establishment here um this game was released uh actually on the famicom disc system in japan in 1987 which is uh, a funky console that has uh, extra sound channels and and you know was an add-on to the original famicom in japan uh, and then it came out in north america in pal regions in late 1988 uh, which was almost two years after the original release which is crazy um I actually uh, played for this episode. I played this game on the Switch. I played the virtual console version of it there. Uh, Parasite Steve, I believe you played it on your my, NES Classic? Yes, my modded NES Classic. Rock on. Which the, it did come with it uh, by default. I didn't have oh, to did add it? that game on there. Yep, that was one of the OG ones that was part part of that. Um yeah, so Zelda 2, it's a big departure from the first one. It is no longer uh, strictly an overhead endeavor. In fact, it's really not much of an overhead game at all, except for the map screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have side-scrolling levels. You have towns that you can go into, houses, talk to people. And not only can you talk to people, you downright have to talk to everybody because there is some shit you will miss if you don't. Uh, so you got to talk to everybody um when you pop out of uh you know a little area that's side scrolling it'll bring you to an overhead map you can walk around you hear the music that goes and it starts out like the original zelda music and so you're totally like thrown for a loop because you're expecting it to just go into the zelda theme and then it doesn't it like has the same first two bars or something and then it's like no yeah you remember that old shit this ain't it it's its own thing for sure it's its own song um yeah and so you know basically you're you're going around this map uh just going from place to place that's that's visible you know you'll go to a town you'll talk to a bunch of people someone will mention uh, a dark cave someone will mention you know it might be a good idea to get the candle and you're like okay thanks guy let me just go get that candle and then there's uh, the guy who says I? I am error famously the guy says i am error and 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 what's funny is that the guy's name is actually error because there's a character later in the game who says oh you should go talk to error of this town and and ask him his opinion on this thing and if you go back to him he has new dialogue Boom. uh so it like literally is the character's canon name he is error <laughs> it is not an uh, error he is actually right. he is that guy. it is he and so <laughs> i i don't know the lore i don't know if like the japanese translation ended up actually being like it was an error in japanese and whoever translated it took it very literally and just named the person error um but yeah so you'll you'll you know go all around between these various different towns you learn early on that every town has its own like wise man uh but in order to find the wise men in the towns it's like there's a variety of, of obscure things you have to do. Usually there's at least one person who has a specific request. They're like, I lost my child. Find me my child. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of like a lot to ask me. Uh, I'm, I'm doing this other thing here, <laughs> but okay. Um, Random dude just walks in sure. your house. You're like, I've lost my child. Find it. <laughs> like, Oh my God! Is this really on me? I don't I think this is my responsibility. I, anymore. I did not uh, walk into all. the red house just now. I apologize. No. Good luck with that. 
And other people are like, I lost my medicine. I can't find any medicine. Can you go find me some medicine? Other people are like, can you go get me some water? And legitimately, the fountain is like five steps to the left of the house. And I'm like, good fucking God. You could not have just gone and taken a drink out of that shit yourself. What the hell? So like a lot of these people, they'll bring into their house. There'll be a second room you can go into and there's a wise man there and they will teach you spells. Um, so that's kind of new. This game kind of forgoes what the original Zelda did. And instead of being like, you got the boomerang, you got the bow, you got the hammer, you get bombs, whatever. It's like you kind of just have a sword attack and then you learn spells occasionally, which most of them are optional. Like they help out a lot, but right. Like the only one that like the second. So I full disclosure, I did not get wicked far in this game. I didn't beat it even close. Um, and parasite, Steve, you, you played to roughly the same point. I did. I, I know uh, like, like maybe no, a like few half, half of what you did. If you did, you did I think I did like a palace or two after. Yeah. So that's big. That's huge. No, yeah. I, well, I it, it I sounds like much. more than it is. Like, I honestly, I played it one more time after I had talked to you and said, I'm kind of done with this game. Yeah. And I played it for like an hour and a half or so and got through a couple other places and started using save and load heavily just to kind of like see what I could see. Um, but yeah, so full disclosure, we didn't beat this game. Um, but yeah, so the second spell in the game is like a high jump spell and you have to get that. Like yeah, there's just straight, straight up an area you can't get through. Um, but the first you, spell, you need, I, oh, the candle's not a spell. That's right. Yeah. Right. Right. So, the, so that's the weird thing is that the, the weapons that you, or whatever the items you get in this game are like, they're permanent, they're in your inventory. And now you can just do a thing forever. So like, if you get the candle, now all the dark rooms are lit up. You don't have to equip it, which I appreciate. Like that's, you know at least a little bit of a help there. Um, and then later on in the game, you get a hammer, which is really frustrating because the first fucking town that you started the game in, right. somebody I tells you about it. the yeah. hammer. They're yeah. like, oh yeah, there's a cave over there. It's blocked by a boulder. You should get the hammer. And uh, the first time I remember trying to play this game, which was like maybe about a year ago before I really you know, played it for the podcast, uh, I spent all of my time looking for the hammer and I, I never even got to the first palace. Like I was completely <laughs> goddamn lost. I was like, where the shit is this hammer? The yeah. first town talks about it. <laughs> so yeah. So you don't get the hammer until like way later, but once you have it in your inventory, you just walk up to boulders, you hit a, and they crumble and, and that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's weird. You don't have equip items that you have, you, you're putting on, uh, the other thing that's really different about this game is that you you level up, um, which I liked a lot. Which I which I genuinely enjoyed. Um, like being a big stupid RPG fan who just never gets sick of grinding for levels. Uh, that was fun, and it made exploring aimlessly not feel so pointless because I'm like, well, at least I'm always leveling up. You know, right. I'm always working towards something, and I felt. You know, you would reach a, an experience point threshold and it would say, mm-hmm. oh, which would you like to upgrade? But realistically, you only had enough to either upgrade your health, your magic or your attack. But I guess technically you could just say, no, I yeah, don't want to yeah, upgrade. You it. So the risk reward there. It. Yeah. If you have enough on that, if you say get got to level five and you only have enough experience or whatever to upgrade your magic but what you really want is attack and that attack is going to you know cost you more that you don't have right now so you got to get mm-hmm. another level 
Um, you may not even have enough on that next level. So you may have to like, you know, deny one and keep the experience points and not spend it. Right. But if you die, you lose all your current experience. It's shitty, but yeah, you know, that's the risk rewards you can. So, you know, I found myself Mm -hmm. always just saying, okay, whatever I'll afford, whatever I can afford. It's making me better. At least I'm getting some progress here or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. but yep, you know, that's a hundred percent what I did too. Just cause yeah. I'm like, yeah, like any progress, if I level up and then I die, I'll still be right. leveled up. So I don't have to worry about right. that. And speaking of that, like, uh, so the way that, the way that you die in this game, um, you know, you'll die, you get three guys and then it, you know, game's over or whatever you, you continue where you start the game, which is in this, you know, temple with, with, uh, a slumbering princess you assume is Zelda. Um, of course it is, but you know, they don't actually tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they don't tell you, yeah, they don't say shit. There's just like, Oh, I'm in. Okay. And there's a, there's a beauty lady. Okay. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so you always start there, but, um, you know, there is, so at first I was like, this is, this is so bullshit. Like I can't imagine like getting anywhere in this because it's just the, the palaces are so hard. And um, and there's so much exploration that's required and there's optional stuff in them that you kind of still need anyway and all this stuff. So then mm-hmm. it sort of occurred to me. It's like, all right, well, you know, I was I was trying to just always do it and do it in one go. And, you know, I was doing all the all the saves and loads because I'm like, I don't care. I, I ain't too proud to I don't I don't give a shit. So I'm, I'm doing it right. all saves and loads just the whole time. And I still got like nowhere. Um, so anyway, so I'm in like the, the second palace now, right? I'm in this, which is the, the last one I beat. So I got, uh, it was the one with the, um, not the hammer, but the, uh, the glove, the glove. That's what, that's the big thing you get there. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm doing this and I'm like, you know what? I wonder if I get some of the stuff and then die, if I'll still have it. I wasn't sure because mm-hmm. really it could go either way. Like some games are like, no, you got to do it all in one, one shot. You enter right. the palace. You, that's right. it. Um, so when I, I tried it and I started over back at the beginning with, with a uh, sleeping, sleeping Zelda there. And, uh, and it's like, Oh, yep. The things that I got are still there. The levels that I got are still here. Um, okay. Um, that actually is kind of, awesome because right now it's kind of generous you know yeah it's kind of cool the the problem is it just takes a long time to get back to wherever you were now i'm i'm assuming you know i don't know if you already know this 8-bit or whatever but like uh, i get there's got to be a way to like warp around later right because you can't possibly be expected to just walk everywhere Right. Unless oh, um, unless shortcuts open up like when you destroy so so what stuff. the gifts yeah, so what the game does is it takes a bit before you get there. Um, but you the the world map is designed very smartly. And uh, as you get to a, you know a certain point later in the game, whatever item that you get, like you know, if you once you get the hammer and you can smash the boulders, like there's a very quick uh, shortcut that brings you right back. There's an item you get after that that allows you to quote walk on water. Um, but it only allows you to do it in certain specific places where they want you to walk on water. But they built the world map in a way that like 
getting back to old places is way faster. Okay. Uh, I didn't unlock a fast travel. Okay. Um, but yeah, it takes a bit. Like I mean, by the point by cool. Palace that's 2. Cool because yeah, when it's like that, you know, that was cool. Yeah, because even if it takes you a few continues before you're trying this thing, it's not just hitting your head against a wall. You're actually able to hopefully make some progress. Um, and I think yep. that the other main thing that needs to happen is you need to be able to get the heal spell. And uh, that was just something that um, I, it was like right when I stopped and I didn't know what to do. And I ended up looking it up or you told me about it or so something. And oh this, yeah, I think you looked it up because I, I had to look it up. Yeah, too. this was, I was this like, was, what the shit? And this is the same thing. This like, impossible logic illogical situations yep. you know illogical solutions i should say um that is just rampant with these games it's rampant with you know everyone we've played every yep. single freaking one battle of olympus fazanadu crystallis uh it's definitely true for simon's quest um and it's definitely true for for this uh it's like you know this lady says she wants what was it? She wants you to find a. She needs to find her mirror. mirror. And yeah, she, you're like, she you're lost like, her okay. mirror. She's like, I lost my mirror. Bring me back my mirror. And you're like, cool, dude. So previously, up to this point, you find stuff like that hidden in caves. There usually mm -hmm. are extra caves you don't have to do, but they're there. Or you'll find them along your way. Or you have to just keep exploring or whatever. So this falls in, in the same category as the thing that pissed me off so bad and made me rage quit, uh, Crystallis with the whole the whole thing with that yep. guy in the dance studio and you had to like randomly and, search for him in the town. And honestly, it's like it's it's um, absolutely ludicrous yeah. what you have to do to find this mirror. It's it's crazy and so so I agreed with with you completely that I thought the solution would be in a dungeon. So I'm yeah. not going to reveal what it is. I'll let you I'll let you do that. But what my thought was was okay, I I beat the palace at that point and I hadn't found the mirror. And I was like, wow, I still can't find the mirror. I went through this whole dungeon. I'm like, right. well, the only thing I can think of is that I do now have the gauntlet, which allows me to destroy rot like big square. Like uh, it's weird. It's like you get the hammer to destroy boulders, but the gloves let you destroy on the blocks. map screen. Yeah. Blocks the, in like a level. The and, gloves yeah. let you do. Yeah. The glove glove works. And so and I was like, levels. And I'm like, the only thing I haven't tried is there's a room in the dungeon with a million fucking blocks yep. that are all stacked up. I'm yep. like, maybe I go in there and I just break every fucking block. And I thought of that too. I, I, I was like, know. maybe that's what I have to do. I did consider that. I considered it. And then I'm like, well, I'm just going to look it up because I don't want to do all that shit if it's not what it is. <laughs> and then I got pissed. So I'll, I'll let you. You take it. Um, I mean, it's just it's just another stupid thing where it's like you, there's no reason to think you could even do this. It, it's in the town. It's in another house. And there's a room that you go into and it's um, it's just empty. And so yeah, like totally empty. What you're supposed to do is there's like a fucking table over there. And so the game wants you to go over to the table and try talking to the table as if it was a person. And then the table will say, oh, Here's a mirror. So there's no right. actual. Yeah, you, you see a you mirror see lying a mirror. underneath. There isn't whatever, anything and I'm like, there. There's no reason to try talking to random furniture. There's no reason to think that maybe, maybe the mirror she's asking for is somewhere in this town. You definitely just are like, okay, I will look for a mirror on my travels. I will find it eventually. 
And it's like, no, you won't because it's right next door to her and it's the fucking table you got to talk to. So, I mean, it's just it's just yep. it's just bullshit. Like, give me a fucking break. Like, at least make it make some sense. Like if she had said something like, you know, I lost it somewhere in this town. OK, fine. I, I don't know. Just like, yep. oh, because you're I not lost it in this me. town. Yeah. No, there's no reason. Nothing. To think nothing has been a, a town a solution. Right. And, and, and so, there's been plenty of houses that were pointless. Like, right. it's not right. like, oh, every house has had right. a thing. A hundred percent. No, I just right. I'm like, this is just an empty house. They did it for right. world building for right. the sake exactly. of being like they're not and, home. And guess what? Whatever. There's always empty houses in RPGs. It is totally. not a weird thing. It is not, not a weird thing. All. There's always empty houses here and there. So, I mean, it was just one of those things where I was like, oh, we're here again. So I think that um, I think that, you know, what I what I like about the game is basically what we've already said. Uh, the mm-hmm. level up system is good. I like the fact that you can level up. Um, you don't have to worry about gold or any or rupees or anything like that. That's not like a big deal. That's not even in it. Um, I like the graphics, honestly. I think they're pretty good. Um, but, you know, we like yeah. the graphics in Battle of Olympus, too. I actually think graf- right. graphics in Battle of Olympus are better. But in this, I agree. In this, um, I mean, Link looks pretty good. And as a kid, uh, I was I was not a, a player of the original Zelda. And I'm not saying it's because I didn't like it. I literally just never played it ever. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I've never been a fan of the original Zelda. I've tried to go back to it. Yeah. I just can't do it. I can't yeah. get into it. It doesn't it doesn't at all jive with me. I, I don't like the look of it. I don't like the feel of it. I just am all set. I, I know it's the most like beloved game. No, I, I'm there with you. I'm I totally just, there with I you. I just don't. There's nothing for me in that original Zelda game at this point. I think I yep. missed my my chance. Um, but, you know, this game, I remember coming out and being like, wow, this looks so much better. Mm-hmm. And I, I really uh, I really thought Link looked so great. And Honestly, in the pantheon of playable Nintendo characters at the time, um, he looked like top tier. I thought. Yeah, I remember he's thinking pretty, he pretty was... good size graphic. Like yeah, decent frames of animation. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah. His wa- his walk cycle is like pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I mean, I think the game looks pretty good. Like, there's some neat monsters. Um, the bosses are cool and they get wicked cool as it goes. Like I was looking at, you know, bosses I never got to. And it's like, wow, they get really big and they're, they're varied. Oh, and it's really cool. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I really like that idea. I do like the idea too, that there is, uh, both the overworld and the side scroller levels. I, I personally like it. I know a lot of Zelda purists, that's what they hated about it. But I right. would say that what I hate about it um, is that they're just neither is done very well. So like the, the overworld maps are, I think, uglier than the original Zelda. But and, and I, I hate the spawns, the sp- constant spawning of the fucking enemies. random encounters. Just, yeah, it's like it's like semi random encounter. It's like, oh, th- three or four enemies will like bounce around you randomly and then they'll they'll move it seemingly random patterns. But one will yeah, absolutely right. get you. And mm-hmm. it's just like it's just stupid. I would rather just see the enemies on the screen or whatever and just fight them there. Uh, instead of having a, an encounter like that. And you go into a, like a little level and I don't know. I just I don't like that at all like at all i wish the i wish all the fighting on the map screen was just done like zelda one perfectly like just like that um and while i love the look of the side scrolling levels um 
I don't know. Like it's, it's sort of, I feel like part of it is fatigue of this genre that we are forcing ourselves to play. Right. Which is self-induced to be fair. We acknowledge this, you know, you know, but what's happened is we are, we are coming across the same issues with all these games and I think at this point, I'm just I'm just out of patience. Like, right, like I, none of them are breaking the mold. None of them are daring to improve on like core shortcomings. Right. Right. So they, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know. Like this this uh, this came out in 87, 86, 88, 88 in America. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what year like Battle of Olympus was. Um, do you happen to know that? Uh, so I want to say it was after because um, I think a lot of games. Aped, I feel like it was too. I um, uh, aped what they did. So it was 90, 90. Well, it came out in 88 in Japan. Which uh, is still a year after it came out in like Japan. True. Got Zelda 2 in 87. But, but pretty much right there. So it yeah. came out in Europe yep. in 91. Wow. Geez. Um, oh, and there was a Game Boy version of Battle of Olympus in Europe only. Huh. What? Yeah, that's what it says. But anyway, uh, so clearly they're, they're, they're right there. Um, and Broderbund is is definitely not Nintendo as far as a developer, but um, I think that um, my biggest 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 issue with all these games I think is twofold. I I hate the illogical solutions they expect you to come up with first of all, but that was more prevalent in Fazanadu and Crystallis, I would say. Mm-hmm. It's definitely prevalent in all four. It exists in all four, but yep. holy shit. The the stuff they expected to do in, in Crystallis was insane. The stuff in Fazanadu, it's like, I don't know like how many years you had to play this game. It's it's to made to sell to books. It's meant to sell damn Nintendo things. power and guides and right, shit. And it's right. like everyone I talk to or you know who's played these games is like, oh yeah, I remember using my Nintendo power to go through this, blah blah blah. And and I understand that that's a fun experience. But right. when you try to look at a piece of media objectively as just a standalone thing that succeeds on its own merit, right? That is hugely flawed when you need a yeah, Ancient and you're right. It, it's literature. probably by design. It's probably they're like oh, they make it impossible. But I mean, it sucks. Yeah, that, and, like, I mean that sucks. And I mean, honestly, nothing is uh, nothing's worse than um, Star Tropics, which oh, where, where you literally couldn't get the code unless you had the you the still manual. had the manual. So the if you yeah, resold yep. it or whatever, or no, it's not even the manual. It's like a little piece of paper. I think that came with you the had to like get it wet. Like you had to get it wet. Like, the yeah. paper. Yeah. And so like they're they're really trying to make it so you can't crack the code in these games. Um, but that was just one thing. But, you know, still, that, that was that's insane. Like, you know, what the hell? But uh, yeah, I mean, I think the right. logical solutions, but also um, like so i guess three things the other two things are bad hit detection is a big 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 thing for me Uh uh-huh i cannot take it again so of all the games that we've played in a row the only one that didn't have this problem was willow yep willow had perfectly good hit hit detection and the funny thing is the character is pretty decent sized yeah and you feel like oh i'm gonna get hit all the time it's like well yeah i mean you do get hit it's not like you don't get hit, but holy crap, you hit the enemies when you mean to hit the enemies. All these other games that we're talking about, I feel like it is, it's like almost a Hail Mary to hit the enemies. And sometimes you're, you're like, 
the sprite of your attack will go through them and do nothing like that happened in battle of Olympus all the time. Um, that happened. And, and uh, Oh, and in Crystallis, I mean, it's Crystallis. Yeah. Like, it's job. It's job was to have the worst was to have bad head detection. detection. I mean, just absolutely insane, but the enemies can hit, you no know, problem. It's almost like your hitbox goes outside of your character. And we've said this in other episodes that we've done your hit box, like goes outside of your character or something. It's like it's easier for them to hit you and almost impossible for you to hit them. I didn't think that your hitbox right, it was, doesn't play by the same rules. Right. Like I don't I don't know that like, the hitbox like the enemies is are way harder bigger in this one, but in in the other ones I felt that across the board. But it is like I'm I feel like I'm playing it and I'm just constantly swinging my sword trying desperately to just attack this freaking enemy and all I can do is constantly get hit a million times. So there is a thing in this game that makes it worse. So there are things that I like because we were talking about, you know, how does this rank uh, Willow aside because we loved Willow. All the other four, how does this rank? Or even if we just want to say put Crystallis aside too and rank it with the action RPG platformer games. Um, And you said you think it's your favorite. And I think it probably is my favorite too, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, But of you know of Battle of Olympus and Fazanadu in this, I would say that this is probably my favorite. But there is right. one thing, and, and I liked it better than Crystallis too. Yeah, me, yeah, me too. Oh uh, well, see, I see. I had I had fun with Crystallis for longer, but then it, it pissed me off super hardcore. But I don't know. Right. I don't know. I think I like Crystallis better. But anyway, but but this one it does one thing way better than Battle of Olympus, which is the fucking map screen. It's great. You can just get around. It's it's no problem. Yeah. Battle of Olympus is just pure 2D Ass. stuff. And it's like, you have to remember what tree to go in that leads you to this other level that leads you to this other thing that leads you to this no other thing. There's no signs. No, there's no it's hints. This impossible way to get around. It's so difficult to get around in that game. And, and the warp and the warp points in Battle of Olympus were one way. One and they way. sent you to like a random goddamn place. Oh my God. You're like, oh, I want to get here. Should I warp this? This one goes to to town town g but town g goes to town c and town c goes to town f but i need to get to e how do i get to e and, and there wasn't like, always a warp right around? afterward right it it's super yeah. oh. it's super awful so i think that was that game's biggest so shortcoming honestly is getting around mm-hmm. and it had many shortcomings but with this one that is fixed no problem awesome so that's that's a big boon but um yeah i mean i mean there are a lot of enemies. This 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 enraged me. I I literally I couldn't deal with this at all. Uh, they tried to to like incorporate this fencing mechanic, which is all I can really call it. It's like fencing. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's like not these just smart enemies that yeah. would like fence with you. And there was a little of that in Willow. The skeletons would do that. They would have their shields up, and you had to like yeah. time it right. There was a little mm. bit of that. But I is- feel like that I could learn in Zelda in Zelda 2. I was like, I was just hoping for the best every time. Yeah, every time, every time. And this is before I got the healing spell. So I would like be decimated after like one or two enemies that do that because like they hit you three, four times and you're basically dead. And then there's another one in the next room. So you're like, well, I can't beat him without getting hit another three or four times. Um, Cause they constantly are blocking constantly, constantly, and they'll attack either up or, or down. 
they don't duck or anything. Their sword just comes out of their shins and, and the sword will just attack you either way up or down. And you have to, you're supposed to like block it because you do have a shield that he's constantly holding up. So you can block it. It does auto block, but you have to like time it just perfectly, but they're not on a pattern. It's just chaos. It's random. So Mm -hmm. you're just like, essentially you have to be so good and so like perfect with your movements with every one of these stupid enemies. And there gets to be a lot, especially in the palaces. There's like a decent amount of these, you know, different night guys and different, you know, then the boomerang guys show up and then the boomerang guys you can deal with as long as you can jump over the boomerangs. But Oh my God, they keep putting them in these little tight areas where you can't jump and your head is pretty much hitting the ceiling. And then it's like, okay, I was even watching the long play where the guy was like really good and like, didn't get hit. But every time there was one of those places, he would get hit four times Mm -hmm. because the boomerang guys just like he throws it up, throws it down. And then it comes back and hits you and you try to block it behind you but the second that you need to turn around to block it the the one coming back at you he shoots another one at your back and it's like that just happened to me constantly so i don't know like there's all that and they back up they fucking constantly scoot they scoot as back. soon as you try to walk toward them scoot 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 so you're constantly just trying to freaking hit them and it's like it's like fucking impossible. It's so frustrating just to hit these enemies and actually get anywhere. So like for me, it was like, I'm just so I'm like, I have carryover frustration from all the other games already. And then we hit this and it's like, honestly, I got nothing left for you. And this is more frustrating than anything for me. So like, I just, I just can't stand it. Cause Link gets this little, like he does shoot when he has full energy, mm-hmm. he'll shoot from his sword, which feels cool. Right from Fine. the start of the game too. Fine. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's, it's a little delayed, but it's okay. Whatever. But his sword, the second you get hit, it's like, oh, it's all done now. Fuck this. You know, I, I, again, I didn't get the healing spell, which is right there. It's just the mirror. You know, I, I basically could go get it yep. free if I booted it up again, it's right there. But, um, but yeah, I mean, like he literally feels useless without the, the shooting, but the shooting won't hurt all those guys that fence and scoot. Mm-hmm. It'll just bounce off them and, and, so and like, like, you know, you, do nothing. They force you to fence and it's, it's just, it's just awful. They did a terrible job with it. It's absolutely garbage programming, garbage hit detection. It's, yep. it's not on a pattern you can learn. It's just chaos pattern. They just up, and, down, down, up, up, down, 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 up, down. And down, the worst down, thing up, is down, like, down, up, up, if up, you down. try and stay in one position and just keep hitting high, cause you could just, you know, you're either standing or you're ducking. Right. And so you're like, okay, I'm just going to stand here and I'm going to attack straight up forever. Right. And the guy's like, well, then I will block up forever. forever. So it's like, oh my God. So you can't even rely on him changing yeah. periodically. Yeah. It's like, no, it's just kind of insane. The only thing I found that was like somewhat pr- reproducible is if you jump and attack, like as you're coming down, it could sometimes like hit them pretty reliably. But a lot of the times that you're fighting them, they're in, like you said, ultra narrow hallways where you can barely even jump so or not jump that, at all or not jump at all which is like so it's like okay that's only helpful some of the time 
Right. Uh, the main thing that I did to help with these enemies was there's a spell you get early on called the shield spell, and that's one of the spells you have to talk to them. And what it does is you just cast it. It dramatically reduces the it amount of help. damage you take, but it is not it is not like a done deal. It's not like oh you use that and then you're fine. It's like and it's no one's they still it's only they that still one do. screen. So if you're in a palace, mm -hmm. there's a ton of screens. So it only it only affects. And it's cool. You the turn the screen you, you use it on. You you have a red tunic when, when right. I loved active, that, which is yeah. awesome. I love that. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, see, with the skeletons, I was able to have no problem with it because I found that you could like run up to the skeleton, duck and attack. It would hit him every time and then yep. run away. Yep. And so I would do that every time and be like, okay, I got the skeletons. But the freaking night guys and the boomerang guys and the spear guys and and like I, I just it's like oh my god. And, and they keep giving you more and more so of the night guys. They're like, oh, how about a red night guy? How about a yellow night guy? How about a blue night guy? And it's right. like, and then some of the later dungeons they have all three of them that you know are in the mix and they could show up. The thing I will say, and they take that, a ton of hits. Even the early ones do. take yep. like five, six hits or something mm -hmm. like that. You can't get away with a lucky strike and be like cool he's dead now right. it's like no or two hits or three hits it's like no it's a it's a shitload the the awesome. thing that the game does which i was surprised about is that uh enemies have permanent death like not once you game True. over but once you kill an enemy in a screen that night is never coming back um and so that was part of that is amazingly yeah surprising and kind awesome. of amazing yes, surprising i agree um, so I, I felt like that was part of, so when I, when I was playing, you know, the first like two dungeons or so I, I was not using save and load. Um, so when you game over, obviously the enemies back, but you keep all the items that you found. So one of the things that would keep me going is I would get to a part of a dungeon. If the enemies were just so bullshit, then I would either just cast like the shield spell or the jump spell and just try and like get over them, like just run through them, whatever, um, and then get whatever was behind them. And if it was a key or an item or something, and I happened to game over afterwards, whatever, I got it, and I don't need to go down that hallway again. And so that was, you know, a tactic that at least I was feeling like, okay, I can still make little bits of progress, even if a, a situation felt bullshit. And so I think that helped me have fun longer mm -hmm. in this game than than the other ones we played, just because I I didn't feel like I was just immediately up against the wall. Mm -hmm. um, but the yeah the, the the sword distance sucks. The fact that the the laser beam from your sword only hurts some enemies sucks. Uh, the thing that I got stuck at um, before I I the, the point where I almost stopped playing was very close to where Steve was, and it's like you you know you get to a town. There's a river you're supposed to cross. The guy's like, oh, only townspeople can cross this river, and I'm like, okay, well. I'm not a townsperson, so what do you want from me? And it's like, they don't say anything else. It's just only townspeople can cross the river. I'm like, all right, well, I guess I can't do this yet. I went out of the town, went to Palace 2, died a million times, beat Palace 2 eventually, got the gloves, and then I went, well, what the fuck do these do? These aren't helpful. I didn't have a situation where I needed these gloves to do anything. Right. I just straight up had no clue where else to go now. I'm like, well, there was maybe one one little place I could think of that had boulders and it was like, I don't know, or, or had the blocks and it was like a magic up or something. It was no big deal. And I'm like, holy cow, what do I do? What do I actually fucking do? And, uh, and so the deal is, is that uh, no hint whatsoever, nothing, nothing suggesting this, no line of dialogue, no visual indicator, nothing. 
on the world map, there is a whole bunch of tiles of forest. Like you walk around, there's like there's just grassland, there's forest, uh, and depending on where you encounter an enemy. Uh, it'll change like what that little area looks like in battle. So, you know, and it'll change the enemies you fight too, which I thought was a neat touch. Um, but so yeah, this section like of the game too, has a yeah. ton of forests. I, I thought that was neat. Um, but this section of the game had a bunch of different forest tiles, whatever. And you're just moving back and forth, going through, you know, the, the level, uh, just whatever, looking for caves, looking for anything. Okay. There is a single tile of forest that has a guy's house <laughs> not visible on the world map by the way it is a tile of forest like any other of the 50 million tiles of forest that you've seen already and are all over the place one tile <laughs> this guy lives there and he goes oh hey you're trying to cross the river okay cool uh i'll just give you this letter or this note that'll let him know that uh you're 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 good to go and that you can cross it and that's it it's not even gated by you needing to beat the second palace. It's literally just chaos theory that you would happen to wander on that tile. Right. And I'm not kidding when I said I've gone back and forth in this area just naturally, not even looking for this house, but naturally, like probably 10 or more times. And I never happened to step on this one fucking tile. And so then I, when I looked up the solution and I'm like, oh my God, this is such horse shit. Then I single-handedly combed. This is just every, such caca. So, it's such, it's such caca. It's, it's caca. maximum caca. Come on, and maximum. I, I went to every single tile of forest and I still didn't fucking find it. And I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I have no clue, but I, I think I give up at this point. Yeah. And so then I talked to you, Steve, and you were like, oh, I actually did find that house totally by accident. And, and in my brain, I was like, that is the only way that you would naturally find right, this is right. by pure accident. Right. Uh, so what I think Again, happened the first time. It's not like time, the guy said, search, the look for the, the cabin. Look for so-and-so in the forest. He could give you a letter And then you're at least keyed into, I have to search forests. I mean, it's yep. not like it and, fucking makes it easy. It just makes it possible. And that's, the, yep. that's what gets me about these things that I've been enraged by, these illogical things. It's like, yes. come on, do tell me anything. Don't say, give oh, sorry, you're not nugget. a townsperson. What does that fucking mean? Like, that's not, no hint at all. That's no and, hint and, at all. And, you know, I you don't even know what you're supposed to do. Oh, yeah, well, and I was search I, the forest, I, find this guy, and he'll give you a fucking, he'll say, oh, okay, well, I know the, the bridge guy. Tell him I said hi. And you're like, okay. And then you go to the bridge guy, and he's like, oh, you know that guy? Oh, cool. Go ahead. Oh, cool. That's yeah. literally it. And I, I, apparently, you're not even supposed to beat Palace 2. Apparently, you're supposed to get this letter, cross the river, and go on your merry way that way, way before you do Palace 2, which in my brain seems insane. You can literally just walk to Palace 2. I don't know why you wouldn't assume to do that it's, first. But yeah, anyway, yeah. apparently you're, that's two not two like the first. normal order. Uh, but the thing that blew my mind was that when I was when I was doing like the pixel hunt and just tr like searching for this one square Tyler. and I Tyler didn't find Hunter! it, what must have happened? So what you're must a, have happened was I, I must have you know, encountered wait, wait. a random you're a enemy tile raider on the spot. I'm a tile raider. You're a tile yeah. raider. That's what you are. Yeah. Okay. I'm a tile raider. But yeah. anyway, no, listen to this. I encountered a random encounter on the tile where that house was supposed to be, which canceled me from finding it. Oh, That's no. the only Come way on, I can explain it. 
That's the only way I can explain it because I I did it. I did the entire map. I walked to every fucking forest tile and I was like, okay, I keep finding these random forest spaces that are a little bit more developed and like some of them have like an experience point little bag or some of them have like a, you know, a, a full magic refill or something. But I never found the guy's house. The right. only explanation oh is my God, that, that I ran into an enemy on that is a hundred percent what happens on the map screen because that happened to me one time going to a going to Palace Two. I was I was on I was on it and a fucking random enemy encounter. You know they're buzzing around or whatever, and I'm like, yep. no, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, and I'm just trying to get to the goddamn Palace Two, and the guy's like, ah, up your ass, and it literally did that. I I was the second I went onto the the tile. That was for the palace. The enemy got me in that same the enemy second, hit you. and the enemy walk. So I went into the oh! battle instead of going into the palace. Instead of the that palace, a hundred percent is what happened to you. Oh my god! That's so what insane. happened to me? And I, I felt crazy. I'm like, I just looked at a goddamn map. Right. I just went to every forest tile. So whatever. I, I eventually did find the house and I crossed the bridge and I, I did the next couple of areas because I still found you know playing it and exploring and stuff to be fun and you know there, there was a big section afterwards called death mountain and there's like a bunch of caves that loop back around and it's all like supposed to be very confusing but i think you can you can kind of just like methodically cross them out and be like okay this place didn't go anywhere blah blah, blah whatever and i i did the next couple of palaces I, at the point i got to i was just kind of bored i was like the game at this point isn't really doing anything exciting the dungeons are just getting way longer there's just throwing way more shitty enemies at me and so it's just like here's more of this flavor you're already getting kind of sick of and i'm like eh, right, right. okay you know i i was willing to tap out at that point cuz i'm like eh, it's fine I, it's right. not that the game on its own you know i i left it hating it i'm just like ah eh, I'm kind of bored with this and I'm, I'm fine to, to just say my two cents from yeah. what I played. Right. Because um, it's like, but in, yeah, in, definitely in palace one there, there might be two of the night enemies that essentially fence you and scoot the fence and scoots. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then in the palace and two, maybe there's six fence and scoots and, and then it's just, it just keeps going up. So you're like, okay, what happens when there's yep. like, multiple fence and scoots on the same screen one room has three it's one like, room has it's three like, like fuck you you're just you suck so bad i hate this, this so much like there's nothing yeah. i i like less than fighting these goddamn fence and scoots fuck them <laughs> just let yeah. me goddamn motherfucking hate you for god's sake god's sake let me go yep no 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 we're gonna back up we're gonna back up and i have uh, to mention this i have to mention this there are these skull enemies that just bounce around and you hit Mm -hmm. them and they freeze in place um but i hit it like i don't know maybe 10 times and couldn't beat it so i was like oh they they are invincible you just have to avoid them that makes sense um well i was watching i was watching a long play and the guy's like sitting there hitting it over and over. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Clearly you can kill these things because he's sitting here doing it and he's got a long play recording. So clearly he knows what he's doing. So, so it was so long that I was like, no, this was in the first dungeon, the first one. So obviously he, he was, he was a low level. So maybe they're Mm -hmm. the same level throughout the entire game or something. And it's just whatever, but I fucking counted and I, he, he attacks like, so fast he's basically mashing the button so it's actually pretty hard to count the 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 attacks the strikes 
Um, but right. I did my best, and it was in the neighborhood of 120 hits before that enemy Jesus died. Jesus fucking 120. Christ. I'm not off by much. I'm not. Yeah. I you might definitely even be underestimating. <laughs> yeah. Over under is like, you know, eight. I don't know. Yeah. Not much. So like, um, but, like yeah. clearly this what enemy was meant to be an obstacle. That? Like you can kill it, but still 120, 120 hits. <laughs> what the fuck? There's like tons of them on the screen too. It's just so funny. Like the thought. So I guess what you could do, cause they, they did give him like 50 XP, which is amazing. For that that first dungeon, especially the first palace, um, I'm pretty sure it was 50. So if if I'm right on that, then it's like, well, actually, it's a pretty easy way to farm because even though it takes forever to kill them, yep, um, they're easy. Yep, and you can just keep doing it. But um, yeah, pretty funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's hilarious. I mean, holy crap! There, I never would have counted if I wasn't doing the episode tonight, though. I got to tell you. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you, Retro Redoctopus. Shabibans are all around. Uh, it's always good to it's good to count. You know, yeah. it's always good to remember how to count. Yeah. So, so thank you, uh, Zelda Two: The Adventure of Link, for encouraging us to count. Yes. And and you know that's that's kind of it's kind of where we stand here. Yeah. Um, la- later on in the game, one of the things uh, that they they do is there are like we said different tiles that have different types of enemy encounters on it uh so there's like a graveyard space that just looks like a little like a like a headstone but it's a it's a cross it's a straight up cross which i was surprised was in the game um right right even in uh, castlevania you don't you don't usually yeah they like censor the crosses but yeah all these graves are marked with crosses and uh, if you get into a battle on one of those spaces it's not a graveyard by accident like you are just about guaranteed to fucking die. Like the, the enemies that are there are these like flying eyeballs that shoot fire. Like they cry fireballs downwards. And then there are these other enemies that they hit like super fucking hard. And every time any of the ghostly enemies hit you, they drain your experience as well like it'll hurt you and then you'll also lose experience too um and so there was a, there were so many times where i'm like okay well i need to get from a to b but there's a bunch of graveyard spaces in the way but so help me fucking god if i run into a random encounter in there i'm i'm just i'm shit i'm dead like there's no way i can get i can beat him and like you try to run away and you know maybe sometimes you get through it but you're you're beat to shit by the time you get out of there. So those spaces are really fun. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's the, the, the next couple of towns, just they didn't do anything crazy. The, the neatest thing I thought was there is a town with a locked door. Uh, there's like a, there's a, a house that, you know, there's plenty of houses in the towns that don't open. Like you, you can't go into the doors. If, uh, if you can go in, the doorways usually just open. Uh, but there's a person who specifically at some, at like a point in the town says, oh, there is a sword master who lives in this town. And so I went through the whole town and I'm like, well, I didn't find a sword master. Uh, nobody was here who seemed like this, but there was a, a bunch of houses I couldn't go in. And because of the table thing with having to talk to the, to the table to get the mirror, which I, I, I had to look up that. Um, I was like, well, maybe if I just hit like the the talk button or the attack button or whatever in front of the doors, one of them will say something. Um, 
And so eventually one of the houses did. And it just said, uh, it seems like someone's home, but the door is locked. And I was like, okay, well, that's weird. I don't know what that's about. Um, so then I, I, I had a big brain moment of like, these houses all have very deliberately drawn chimneys that no other house has had. Can I get on the roof? And so I had to cast the jump spell and go to like one other, like the other side of the screen where there was a small house and I jumped on the roof of the house and sure as shit, I was able to get across the rooftops, get to the locked door house, go down the chimney and inside was the sword was one of the sword masters. And he taught you how to uh, do an attack downward almost like scrooge mcduck where if you jump and hold down he holds the sword down and you can pogo off a of guys you and it was a very pogo off a of guys you can pogo off a of guy oh my god i wish i could pogo off a of guys yeah that dude. sounds a little dirty it is but a I, I don't dirty. mean it that way but it's I mean, a little that, bit i mean anything you know just 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 human contact really it's all right <laughs> Uh, so that was cool. Like that was uh-huh. a neat little thing. Uh, that being said, I do think I tried to go down the chimney uh, earlier and wasn't able to because I hadn't talked to the door yet. So that's a little horse shit. So it's like for every good, there's a bad. <laughs> I'm like, that's a neat thing that they did there. But also, seriously, what was the chimney closed? Like I, I couldn't go down the chimney until I talked to the locked door. Fucking shit. But uh whatever whatever uh yeah zelda 2 the adventure of link everybody it's it's a game it's a game it's very divisive it's a game that uh, uh, there i i heard nothing but played. bad stuff about my whole life um same but I think same now uh i don't know it's it's funny how some games do this uh it, you know its fans have become more vocal and it it has become a a game that um, clearly not everybody hates. Um, Jason Lewis, right. one of our retroids in the group, was saying this is one of his favorite childhood games, and he actually just replayed this uh, during COVID. So yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. If, if uh, Jason, if you're listening and you uh, actually put up with us uh, ragging on your game this whole time, ragging um, on your game for a whole time. <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> thanks, man. And sorry, yeah, thanks, dude. Uh, sorry, we don't love it as much as you, but you know, it's it's one of those things. I really, I swear to God, there is it, it all, not all of it. It doesn't all come down to, but it, so much of it comes down to when we were kids, we didn't yep. have unlimited things to do. You didn't right, have. We couldn't phone, just throw it out and play something like, else. Well, even when I'm bored, I can still look at my phone. Like literally nothing like that. So. Yep. Like as far as video games, like you didn't get a million of them. Nobody I know got tons of video games. Every single person I know had a few and then other friends had a few other ones. And then you had yours and you'd bring them over each other's houses and you didn't always have the same ones. And there are certain games you only played with certain friends because they had it and you didn't and all this stuff. And yeah, I mean, if you had six games and the new one you got was let, you know, Zelda two, and, you know, the amount of time you're liable to put into it is so much different than today, even mm-hmm. though we're doing the show. It's just like I can't I can't force myself to like, like play through this thing that I'm having no fun with for too long. Like it, I try right. I, or I, the I, fun stops to a, uh, enough of a degree that you're yeah. like, and I, I'm and I, I, just, I got I the just, I'm, I'm literally miserable. 
uh, why am I doing this? And it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, right. To make an episode of a podcast that like seven people will listen to. So like, you know, it's it's uh, it's like not really it's not really worth it to me. But, you know, at the time as a kid, this is your new game and you got it and you're going to like you're just going to put the time in. And and the funny thing is, like that works for games that were good and you could beat too. like today. I don't beat games more than one time. But right. back back in the day, there were games I would play a million times and I could I got so good at them that I would, you know, every time I would play it, I could just play through the whole game. No problem. Like a like a DuckTales or something like that. So like, yeah, and it's like, all right, well, I'm going to I'm going to play DuckTales for an hour and see if I can get the best ending. Just whatever. And and that's that was that was that. And then I. I it's like I did that so many freaking times. It's like insane. Um, but you know, and then we had uh, we had uh, Josh Neilis on the show um, from Cutthroat Comics. He was on an episode of the Brig a couple few episodes ago, and he was saying that he remembers Ducktales as being an impossibly hard game. And to me, that's like crazy because that game is to me just so very easy. But other people are right. like Zelda Two is not that hard. You're just not good at it. And to me, I'm like, right. it's impossible. I, I, I will never be good at this. I can't, I can't deal with the, with the, the fence and scoots at all. Like those bastards. Hashtag fence and scoots. Fence and scoots. I want to see those hashtags. Yeah. Retroids. But uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I really think something needs to be said for that. Like there is just, man, we just, we just, uh, we are not in the same situation. We, we would have been in, if we had played this uh, in 1987. Right. Definitely not. It's a different time. So, you know, everything's got to be put through its appropriate filters. Uh, also, to cover our ass, I did actually find scans of the manual for this game and made sure to read some shit so I didn't miss something that would have been very obvious to someone oh, who had bought the that's game. Oh, that's the problem we ran into with Crystallis. With Crystallis, that was one of the things where it gave you a, a semi-good hint uh but yeah no i i made sure to read the pdf and and there was nothing helpful in there uh there was i was thinking maybe there was like a map because when i found out about the random forest tile i'm like okay but hold on like someone must there must be a hint somewhere and i actually looked on message boards and shit and i was like what is the logic behind this puzzle please help me understand how anyone was supposed to find this and like nobody had an answer everyone was just like i use nintendo power right it was an accident or whatever and i'm like <laughs> oh my god that's not enough that's not enough right so whatever but i did read the manual it wasn't helpful but it was very cool there's a lot of great art in it you know it's funny you mentioned nintendo power a couple of times now and it's just both times what i thought of was uh when we talk about like oh well you know <clears throat> you know I, I had to look it up it's like dude Everybody had to look it up. They were just looking at everyone looking did at that video shit. game, like either magazines or strategy guides or whatever. Like you said, it was to sell books. Um, we're just looking online. So it's it's not as if like, mm -hmm. oh, we I mean, we're cheating with the saves and loads. Yeah. But like, I don't know, right. like looking shit up is like half of how you could possibly get through any of these games. I like, know. Right, it's like, oh, you, you had to you beat Dark Souls three by looking up where to go. Oh, jeez, well, <laughs> well, 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's a trope, but I don't I don't know if anyone's actually shamed me for doing stuff like that. Probably because I don't tell anybody I do that because I'm afraid of being shamed. So there you go. It comes full circle. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Nah. Fence and scoot. Anyway, fence and scoot. And we're going to fence and scoot out of here. Yeah, but uh, before, because we before are. Before we do, before we do, I do want to say uh, I want to give a shout out to our brother, Nintendo, who for all the Hell listening yeah. audience uh, knows that he has been absent for quite a while now. And I think this is maybe our, I don't know, fourth or fifth episode without him. Something like that, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it was Willow, Crystallis, this. Uh, we, uh, had we had Bob, interviewer two. Bobby Knipe yeah. on, on, in the brig yep. last time. Uh, yep. So this is our fourth episode without without Nintendo. I just want to give you guys an update and let you know that he's actually doing a lot better. Uh, so he's uh, he's feeling good. He's feeling uh, like he's he's stabilizing with his, uh, you know, just just stress levels and uh, various things that are, you know, even and he needs to be just evened out a little bit. And uh, he had to step away. But, um, you know, we, we don't know when he's going to come back, but obviously we're excited and hopeful that it right will direction, be sooner Mark. than later. And I just wanted to uh, to mention that, that, uh, you know, a little, little Nintendo, uh, a little Nintendo update there. And uh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. There. Good yeah, stuff. Pretty awesome. He'll be back before we know it. I hope he'll so. be feeling Can't better. Wait. Can't wait. And then we can get back to doing our uh, mainline episodes with the Octoponder this and all that good stuff. And uh, we're, we, you know, it's, we, we're excited. We got, we got, we got some some fun stuff in the pipeline too. Yeah, we have a bunch of stuff that we're we're just kind of ready to pull the trigger on. So. Right, and it's so funny because we we talked about this in another episode, but we recorded a crow's nest that goes with the next episode, which we haven't done. But we did the crow's nest, like we right. we, we got ahead of the game and we recorded the thing that was going to air after. So that is just it's just in the can, and it was with all three of us. Right, it was Joe's on that one, right? Oh, I, I yeah. know he is. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And we talk about a series of old old Nintendo games. Um, and it's gonna go with the next ep- the next mainline episode, but that won't air until we record it when Joe comes back. So we'll see yep. if that happens. But it's just funny, we've had this this one episode in the can for like, you know, a couple months now at this point. Yeah, a while. Yeah. Hey, it's okay. It's less work for us now. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you guys have enjoyed these uh, interlude episodes, these video games, and a couple, uh, couple interviews we've had. Actually, we have another interview scheduled. Hopefully, our next episode is going to be another Brig, and uh, we are we are supposed to sit down and have a chat with author Stephen Van Patten. Uh, he's an author of many fine books. He uh, is also the uh, the guy uh, the guy in charge of Laughing Black Vampire Pro- uh, Publishing. It's a publishing house, and he uh, he he's oh, a nice. really interesting guy. He he's he's worked for MTV for over a decade. He uh, he worked he worked on uh, I know he worked on that metal show for a while, like back in the day. And uh, he uh, he literally was gonna we were gonna be recording with him tonight, and uh, MTV called. So <laughs> he he literally They're like hey we had to be like you. I sorry I wasn't expecting this at all. They just called me, and I got to do this thing. So kind of cool. Uh, so, you know, hopefully that'll be a fun discussion. And we wanted to talk about um, just just his books and uh, talk about MTV and just various uh, various stories. He's had some cool experience with 
experiences with you know industry people and artists and various things and should be a fun episode i think he's a he's a cool guy i've i've yeah. uh, actually gotten to be in a book with him because we were both in slay so that was pretty fun awesome yeah yep pretty cool very cool collection sweet yeah awesome well great great shout outs at the end there we hope everyone's excited to hear those and we hope you've enjoyed the episode you just got finished listening to uh, and if you've missed any of our other recent uh briggs or crow's nest episodes where we bitch about nes games uh except for the the, the briggs are not about that um, the briggs actually have cool people with awesome projects like like bobby knife jr that we just mentioned uh go check those out please yes. listen to them they if not for us for them uh these are people far more talented than us go check that shit out um and uh yeah we are we're happy that you joined us for this uh journey over the waters the treacherous waters i believe they are uh of all things that make growing up awesome uh or not so awesome but anyway thanks so much and we'll see you on the next time